and welcome to a special independent brewing excursion episode of Brutal Battle. And just to warn people up front, we are only doing one beer. Yeah. Apologies, but the reason we're doing only one beer is A, it's in a crowler, so we don't want to, you know, have too much on the podcast because we're drinking this today. And two, we loved this beer so much that that's the one we definitely wanted to bring home, and they didn't have it available in their four packs of 16-ounce cans. You know, not to say we couldn't have found other stuff we liked, but we're in love with this beer. Yeah, it was very tasty. We are in love. So, um, independent brewing company out of Bel Air, Maryland. Uh, I think they're technically Bel Air. Yeah, they're Bel Air. Yeah, Bel Air, Maryland, which is pretty close to us. Uh, if people don't know, we actually had the founder and head brewer, Phil Rudy, on the show before Independent Brewing opened years ago. And if you go to archive.org and search Brutal Battle Independent Brewing, or if you just go to our website, brutalbattle.com, and just search Independent Brewing, it'll come up with that interview with him. Excellent interview, really nice, fun, cool guy, very interesting dude. Uh, and I remember the beer he brought. He brought a homebrew for that. It was awesome. Uh, definitely worth uh, listening to, especially after listening to this excursion episode. But it's been a, it had been a while since we had been to Independent. So we're Years. like, yeah, we're like we're we're so close. Like I know there was really no excuse. We're like we are way overdue to go back. Yeah. And we had an old gift card. We're like let's yeah, let's too. just see if we can <laughs> cash too. this in. And they were like. Oh, that's old. But yeah, yeah we'll still yeah. take it. Yeah, like, but they okay. still... I mean, that's nice. They still honored it because they didn't really need to, honestly, because yeah. it was so old. But I mean, there's no expiration date, so. That's true. That's true. But anyway, uh, let's crack the beer because uh, I'm too excited about it. So the beer we got in a 32-ounce crawler is Hippie Cartel. Now, this is their West Coast IPA, and it is 6.9% alcohol. Um, I mean, Like, first sip of it for me was like, ugh. Yeah, it was... Borderline sexual. Oh, really? Because you know my feeling on West Coast IPAs and how they're barely available now and how even when they're available, it's hard to get ones that are really good. So, by the way, excellent job they did filling this crowler. There is, like, no air on the top of it. I watched her fill it, and it was, like, overflowing, and then she had a... Excellent. Excellent job on that. So... Now's the big test. I'm yeah, not. Are you gonna be able to do this? I'm not known for being good at pouring crawlers, so. Oh. I yeah. literally am doing the best I can. How? How is this a problem? And I'm just—it's all over the place. What I come down to is the hole's just not big enough on crawlers. Like that's what. Didn't someone tell you a secret about that? Kyle Norman did, but I can't remember. What I was supposed to do. I, I just can't remember. <laughs> it's been a while, but I've always had a, a problem with pouring crawlers. I don't know what it is. Anyway, there's beer all over the table. It's fine. We put blankets down or towels down for this reason. It's all good. Anyway, let's talk about this hippie cartel, which I'm excited to delve into. Very amber yeah. in color. Very, very orange. I wouldn't say it's hazy, but I can't see through it. Yeah, it looks like it's just like a chill, though. Yeah, like a chill haze. Yeah, it's quite possible. There's a lot of head on top, unfortunately, just because I, you know, agitated pour, especially. I was trying to pour it aggressively to get it out of the can instead of, like, you know, letting it drip down the side more. <laughs> mm, I don't know <laughs> but if that it, it works. it still didn't come out that well. But, <laughs> I don't you know, know if that strategy worked. I just gotta, you know, I don't pour crawlers much anyway, so. Yeah, we rarely get anyway. crawlers. Uh, what does it smell like? Oh, okay. just. 
It's like orange marmalade. Yeah, very orange marmalade. It also has that kind of like, to go along with that, like that dehydrated orange with the nice like sugary sweetness to it. Not too much though. There's a nice bitterness on the end of the nose, but it is like vibrant orange and orange marmalade. A little piney. Yeah, there's a bit of a pine to it. Smells like that nice resiny note that you would get with a lot of old school West Coast IPAs. A little syrupy. Less in the on the nose bitterness wise than I would assume for like an old school West Coast IPA, but I don't have a problem with that. That's totally fine. You can also end up getting a lot more in the actual taste, which will suss that out. It just smells excellent. It just smells like a nice throwback West Coast style IPA. Going in. Ugh. And for me, this is nice because it's yeah. like it tastes like how it smells. Mm-hmm. I love when the beer does that. The orange marmalade, the dehydrated mm-hmm. orange with that nice sweetness, the bit of the pininess, that resiny note to it. It's just like beautiful lupulin with a like medium backbone of bitterness to it. Yeah. A nice maltiness to back it up too, which those crappy hazy IPAs are lacking at this point, but so tasty. Mm. This this takes me back to the glory days of hoppy beers. It's what it's one of the best hoppy beers I've had in quite a while. I will say. Excellent, excellent, excellent. That's why we had to make sure we just got a crowler of this one. We, Which, like, looked at it on the chalkboard, and it has, like, the price for, like, a full pour, and then it has, like, to-go, and mm-hmm. the mechanism, you can get it to-go if it's in four packs or a crowler, or no, you can't get it. And no. I remember, like, going across and being like, <gasps> no. <"Shoo." laughs> I wish it was in four packs, because we would have bought a four-pack or two, because it is that good. Oh, I'm glad we could get it. I was, like, expecting a oh, no right. beside yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I right. didn't want to know. All right, so did you want to talk briefly about kind of like the layout? Like, you know, when you show up there, what do we expect? What, what would you expect to see? Well, parking is a little bit of a challenge. It's weird. There's not a lot of parking. On the, like, on the side where the like original a, parking was. Right, there's like a, a small lot. We didn't see if there's a lot behind that. I believe there is now. That there is like um, a lot behind because they have a lot of outdoor seating and I think it's behind the outdoor the out, seating. All that outdoor seating. We should seating. have driven back and see yeah. if we could find it. But we parked um, on the side. We did get. We did get a spot on yeah. the side. Well, I assume there was parking further out back because there were a decent amount of people yeah. there, and we found parking on the side, which I assume like barely anyone parks there anymore because there's a larger parking lot. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's only I think there is an outdoor bar. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Um, which was not open when we were there. Just the indoor bar was. But there's a lot of outdoor seating. There's a ton still. of outdoor seating. Um, and they have like those sun shades up. So a decent amount. And then there were people sitting in like little. Like shipping containers? Yeah. Yeah, they have like old shipping containers that they took the sides off of. And there's like actual tables in there. And they had attached to that like misting. Like those uh, misting things where to, to like help cool people down with water. Um, nice because it was hot when we were yeah. there. So that's cool. That's awesome that they have that. And then they have a bunch of like seating out there that's like old barrels and some seats yeah. around those things, which are cool. I like those types. And then they have like an outdoor tent with like two. two outdoor tents with like seating underneath the tents. Two very large outdoor tents with seating. There is an insane amount of seating. And that's all that outdoor seating is in addition to a decent amount of indoor seating in two separate rooms, 
like the room that has the bar in it and then an adjacent room that's mm-hmm. just seating. Yeah. A lot of seating. Lots of seating. Lots of seating. And then they had, we sat outside in the front. There were a couple tables. a little ta- bit. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple tables out front, too. Yeah, it's a small amount of seating. But they always have um, food trucks. Yeah. I don't know if it's always two, but when we were there, they had two. Yeah. And it was like, you know, one was like tacos and one was like barbecue, basically. Which, you know, if you're going to go to a brewery, like, you can't get, can't get better than that, <laughs> to be honest. And I love food, food trucks. Everyone loves food trucks. So then I want to talk about what we consumed while we were there. Obviously, we had the Hippie Cartel, which we already talked about because we really enjoyed it. And then they do do samplers, so we did two samplers. So we had their Ping Pog, which is a kettle sour with passion fruit, blood orange, and guava puree added. And your thoughts on that one? I thought it was good. Yeah. I think that would have been my second choice to go. It had a decent amount of that naked Cheerio yeah. flavor on the finish that you love. Uh, very vibrant with the pog aspect of it. Um, yeah, just a nice sour, would especially that, considering it was kettle sour. Would that have been your second favorite? Um, potentially. I'll be reminded as we're going through. Okay. Then that we was had second favorite. Then we had their second glass citizen, which is a Czech Pilsner. Good, mm-hmm. nice, clean, light. Had a bit of that kind of hay flavor to it with honey. It's good. It's a nice pilsner. Uh, the lightest beer we have, which was a cream ale. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, not the best uh, cream ale I've had, but not a bad cream yeah. ale. It was, it was I okay. mean, we drank it. Yeah. Uh, the Hippie Cartel, which we are obviously big fans of. Their Hundo P, which I was impressed yeah, by. Yeah, that was, that was tasty. I remember t- looking up. Yeah, because it's an, it's an imperial... Oh no! It's a it's just a hazy IPA with Eldorado, Cashmere, and Waiiti hops, which you know we're not big in hazy IPAs. But the fact that it had like good flavor to it, it had a little bit of bitterness. It didn't taste like gross and overly yeasty. That was a good beer. I was impressed with that one. Then we had their speaking in cursive, which we were kind of eh on that yeah, one. That was my least favorite. And that was like a hazy double IPA. You know, it was 8.5% alcohol. It's definitely more alcohol than I want in a hoppy beer at this point in my life. So, wasn't huge on that. This one, I did like a lot. Actually, this may have been my second choice. Jake Chillenhall. Great name. Uh, it was a... Um, lemon Kolsch. Lemon Kolsch. Oh, a nice refreshing is what it says on Untappd. A nice refreshing... Lemony Kolsch with rosemary and cinnamon for a touch of pizzazz. Oh, interesting. I don't really get the rosemary and cinnamon, but plenty of the lemon. Yeah. And with that Kolsch base, really tasty. Yeah, was... Really like that. Then we had their Trail Rider, spelled R-Y-E-D-E-R, which we had had some time ago. Um, rye Pale Ale. It was okay. That's good. No, nothing, nothing crazy going on there. And that was it. Yeah, that, we did two we flights. Had. But two really solid flights. We yeah, were we didn't happy. dump any of them. We drank no. them all. And we are notorious for dumping, dumping beers yeah. at breweries. <laughs> yeah, that's been our MO recently. Yeah, we're just like, uh, don't want to drink this. Not worth the calories or the points since we track in an app our alcohol consumption. So, um, yeah, you, you get more choosy in that sense. Yeah. But, yeah, no good beer. And the fact that we didn't want to get rid of any of the beers spoke volumes, in my opinion. And they have, like, a very diverse menu. Oh, yeah. A it's lot huge. of beers on it's tap. huge. 
also hard seltzers. Uh-huh. And kombucha they make in-house and root beer they make in-house. I don't think they make the kombucha. You don't think so? Uh-uh. I thought they did. Let me look. They had... I mean, I can literally just, like, read, because I took a picture of the board. They have literally 26 things on tap. So they have um, an Irish dry stout, double IPA, Belgian blonde, sour, New England IPA, Czech Pilsner, cream ale, hazy IPA, hazy IPA, elderflower seltzer, pale ale, apple cider, double IPA, uh, double IPA, green apple Kool-Aid seltzer. Which we saw a pour of that. The Lemon Kolsch, Schwartz beer, a non-alcoholic blonde. That's right. yeah, they we have did, non-alcoholic we did want to juice. try that. West Coast IPA, Rye Pale, Irish, another Irish dry, oh no, a dry, that same Irish dry stout on nitro. A wit beer, then a mango peach kombucha, a tart cherry kombucha, a homemade root beer, and a nitro cold brew coffee. Yeah. So really a lot of Something lot, for lot. everybody. Yeah, we should. Ah, we forgot to try that. Not I know. We I were going to get that in to. our second flight. And the other thing we need to make sure we were uh, tell people is this is. I don't know if it's gluten free. It's at least severely gluten reduced beer. All of on their the beer. prowler, it says brewed to be gluten free. Okay, so it is gluten free. I just know when they started out, it yeah. was reduced, not one hundred percent gluten free. But I guess they're like gluten free now. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, gluten-free beer doesn't taste that good. Come to Independent Brewing and taste their gluten-free yeah. beer. It tastes like like you wouldn't you know. You wouldn't know. Tell. Mm-mm. They're doing magic things. Very good. Very good, though. We were very happy. Yeah. It was a good um, trip. Planning to go back soon. Yeah, it's so close. Because it's reinvigorated us on it. We, we're not forgetting about it anymore. That's the problem. Is like we have breweries we like. And then if we don't go to them in a certain period of time, we just forget until, like, inevitably one day that, like, something pops up on social media or we're driving past and we're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, this, this place. The other thing about Independent is they, they don't have beers in the liquor store that we go to. Right. I don't believe. We I haven't don't think seen they distribute them, so. anywhere. Um, I'm not sure they can. Because of the name? Yes, because there's a problem where if they try to, I think if they try to distribute anywhere where Trogue's Independent Brewing is distributing, there's an illegal issue there that they might have to go to court potentially for name infringement, copyright infringement with that. Which I think, though, that Trogue's took on the independent aspect of it after Independent Brewing established. But regardless... Nobody wants to get in the legal battle. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. And that's just me. That's not me saying I know that. That's me you know, You're just guess, speculating. guessing, speculating on stuff. But anyway, um, great experience. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back, Definitely. like you said. check it out. Anything else you want to say about it? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, in that case, uh, we are on Untapped. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word. I am Rebecca C or RubyReb62. And Instagram? Brutal Battle Podcast. And if you want to email us just to say hi or ask us about beers or give us beer suggestions, whatever, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can do us a quick favor, and it's pretty quick, rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us. That would mean the world to us. We really appreciate it. But even more important, word of mouth. Tell people about the podcast if they're into craft beer. 
I think we do a good job. We've been doing this for like 10 years. I think we've proved that we know what we're doing. But thank you everyone for taking your time to listen to this. And until next time. Keep it brutal. I feel so-